It's time for Tonia's Kitchen, taking you around the world of food and wine. Here is Tonia King. My guest today is Michelle Braxton, and we're talking about her brand new book, Supper with Love. Thanks for joining me, Michelle. And thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank wow, you. what a beautiful book. Beautiful thank you, thank book. You. So tell me a little bit about yourself and why you did the book. I have a blog. It's called Supper with Michelle. I started the blog uh, 10 years ago. It was more so of a, a creative outlet. I was sharing images of pictures of food that I would um, take. And I just shared them like on social media or Facebook or Instagram years ago. And friends and family started um, saying, okay, so we see the food, but where's where's the recipe? <laughs> so after a lot of encouragement from friends and family, then I started my blog back then. And um, my dietary lifestyle, I eat mainly vegetarian and sometimes seafood. So that journey started back in 2019. And, you know, that was something that, that I gradually gravitated to. And in 2007, I was a vegetarian and then slowly went um, back to being a pescatarian, which which is my lifestyle now. So fast forward to 10 years now, you know, here, here we are with Supper with Love. And so Supper with Love is really about my journey, um, you know, with food and love and life and, and also a little bit, uh, you know, dealing with grief uh, from the loss of my mom back in 2019. So, you know, we are 10 years ago, people really weren't blogging as much as they are now. So, I mean, you were you were pretty hip back then. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And blogging was something totally new to me. I I knew nothing about blogging. And quite frankly, you know, even back then, I didn't even know how to write a recipe. So even that was something that was new, you know, to me that I had to learn, you know, how to even write a recipe. So, you know, to see now, you know, blogs are so many. There's millions right, of blogs now. Right, Everybody right. has a blog. So, you know, to try to differentiate yourself, stand out from, you know, the millions of blogs that are out there now, you know, it, it's quite an, a challenge <laughs> at times. So, uh, there are a lot of interesting recipes in this book. And mm-hmm. are these uh, are these recipes that you've been working on for years, like some of your favorites, or have you come up with a lot of new ones for the book? Um, so some there's a couple of blog favorites uh, in the cookbook, but yeah, there definitely are recipes that some were inspired by um, recipes from my mom. There's, there's, there's an alphabet vegetable soup in my cookbook, which was inspired by my mom. And there's a lot of dishes that just that, you know, I make all the time that, you know, are staples in our household that I just wanted to share. They're just so good that I wanted to share. And then there's a lot of recipes that are inspired by, you know, restaurants that I I go to locally, particularly, you know, during the pandemic when everyone was uh, locked in the house and, and couldn't go anywhere uh, a lot of those recipes were inspired by um, res- restaurants that I could not go to at the time. And I was like, okay, I've got to find a way to still make fix that craving that I'm having. So I'm I'm in the kitchen just kind of experimenting and trying to get it just right. I'll say, okay, now how can I get this recipe just right so that it t- tastes like uh, some of my favorite restaurants out? So, you know, but that's a lot of the inspiration came from those 
from those as well. So I think the title definitely fits Supper with Love. You show a lot of love for food and uh, <laughs> variety in the book. I want to share some of these recipes. Can you think of a couple that you'd like to share with our listeners? Oh, sure. So there's one um, that was created, my uh, smoky salmon chowder. That one was inspired by Peach's Place out in Seattle. They had some really great salmon chowder, which I love. You can either um, use uh, smoked salmon, already smoked salmon, or you can, I, I bake the salmon with some really nice seasonings, smoked paprika. So it gets really that nice smoky flavor and it has, you know, corn and potatoes, a cream base. It also has capers in there. It gives a little ting, a little yeah. ting to it. Um, but, uh, it's creamy and delicious, which, which I love, but, um, so it's a cream I mean, base. It is a cream base. It's a um, delicious base. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's a hearty, you know, it's a hearty chowder. I, I it come, it it is in my chowders um, about that chowder life in my cookbook. Uh, and I mean, the book is full of. I mean, I have salads. I have. 26 soups. I, I love soup. Soup is, you know, I've been kind of coined as the soup queen. So uh, I have a soup for every other week. I, I, I absolutely love soup. So so if you love soup, you you won't be missing any in this book. But um, I also have a, a section that's called Handy Things, where, you know, there's things like sandwiches and wraps and pizza. I have a chapter that's called What's for Brenner. And there um, it's it's similar to like what's for breakfast for dinner. Uh, right. And, and so... So share um, a recipe from that section. So that one, um, I would say the smoked trout and asparagus frittata. That one is very good. And is that I love, easy to make? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I think all the recipes in the cookbook. Um, you know, I try to write it for all levels of of cooks, and you know, whether you are a beginner or you know you're a chef. I think all of the recipes in the cookbook are approachable, and uh, so that that would pair really good with um, the Parmesan arugula and pear salad that I have in my um, salad chapter. So that uh, is a nice combination. Great for brunch if you were having something kind of nice. So the frittata is just, you know, it's just a mixture of eggs and, and uh, milk or cream. And then you're adding in the smoked trouts and some uh, sauteed asparagus you know, bake it till it's nice and golden on top and delicious and lots of um, fresh dill. And, you know, uh, some people have a hard time with frittatas, though. They either don't mm -hmm. puff up. What makes a frittata a frittata to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, because there's a different there's different approaches for for those. I mean, some people prefer to do it halfway on the stove and then, you know, maybe uh, flip it and put it, you know, do it that way. Um but I prefer to bake mine, um, which is kind of similar to a uh, a crustless quiche. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like the the you you don't feel like you're gonna err in that in that frittata. You just I mean it's it's simple. It's it's not you don't have that pressure of of trying to get it just right. If you if you follow the, the recipe, you you will get it just right. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Some people are intimidated with things no. like that. If you tried to make a souffle and it didn't mm -hmm. puff up, it, mm -hmm. there's that defeating feeling. <laughs> right. I mean, it does puff up, but then, you know, even in the in the instructions, I say, well, it's going to puff up, but then it's going to deflate, you know, slightly. <laughs> so, you know, I don't want you to, you know, have that disappointment. It's like, oh, it went down. No, no. You 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 know exactly what to expect when, when you Great. make the recipe. So. 
That's great. Uh, I'll tell you another recipe that I just noticed in your book that looks delicious, the okay. cabbage and lentil soup. Oh, tell yes. Me. Yeah, it's a perf it's perfect for this time of year. So tell me how you make that. Right. I mean, that one, um, you know, you saute the vegetables and then you cook, you know, cook it in just until everything is nice and tender. And then those lentils are um, tender. That one was inspired by like a traditional uh, cabbage roll soup minus the meat. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, I, I added the lentils to kind of give you that that filler um, so that you didn't feel like you were missing the meat. Um, so that that's really what inspired that recipe. But um, another easy, simple, you know, recipe to make you just low and slow and, and let that boy uh, simmer until it's nice and tender. And nice and nutritious lentils are just so yeah. good for you. Yeah. I mean, the cookbook is full. I mean, if you're looking for nutritious recipes, um, you know, the cookbook is full of that. And so the recipes, you know, one thing about Supper with Love, there is so much flexibility and versatility with the recipes. I wrote it that way. Um, so I have something called Freestyle It where um, the readers can really kind of get into their groove with these recipes and make the recipes their own. So each recipe is basically a, a really good base or a jump off to, you know, to start. And then, you know, you can switch out the ingredients based on the season or what you have in the cupboard or uh, pantry or fridge, freezer. Uh, so, you know, I wanted readers to really have the flexibility to be able to, you know, make these recipes their own. Um, and then I also provide uh, something called Veganize It, where, you know, a lot of my readers are vegan or, you know, live more of a, a plant forward lifestyle. And so I also provide ways to veganize my recipes. So, you know, even if you were even considering more of a plant forward lifestyle, um, this kind of eases you into, you know, that a meatless Monday or a weekday vegetarian right. kind of thing. Right. So um, I, I wanted this book to be as inclusive as possible and as accessible as possible. You know, all the ingredients, you know, for the most part that, you know, you can get these at your local grocery store or farmer's market. I wanted this to, book to be something for everybody. Well, it's, it's just beautiful. If you're just joining us, my guest today is Michelle Braxton, the author of the brand new book, Supper with Love. And the, the cool thing is you just mentioned how you can veganize it. And on every page, you have either Michelle's tip, freestyle it, veganize it. You do really uh, allow people to embellish as they need to. Yep. Very cool. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And the pictures are great. Thank you. I, yeah, Aaron Scott did the photography of, of my cookbook. And, you know, we we talked and I, I just wanted these to feel uh, very uh, in line with, you know, my own photography, you know, uh, that people would expect. And she did an amazing job, um, you know, in capturing the, the soul and the heart and the feel, you know, of how I wanted these re recipes to, you know, come across to readers. And she did an amazing job. So thank you. Tell me how we can find you on social media. Social media. I'm, I'm Supper with Michelle basically everywhere. So, you know, Instagram, Facebook, threads now. <laughs> uh, the same thing with my blog at Supper with Michelle. Is this your first book? This is my first my first book, baby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and this well, is my debut cookbook. It is a beautiful book. Thank We're talking so with Michelle Braxton about her new book, Supper with Love. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your day today, Michelle. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you'll subscribe to this podcast as we continue to take you around the world of food and wine on Tonya's Kitchen.